How many people are relatively new to meditation? Okay. All right, great. Thank you. Okay. So I'll give some scant instructions because a lot of people are old-timers, it sounds like. So some scant instructions just to settle and give a lot of space for people to practice. So I invite you to arrive in this moment and take your seat. Arrive in this moment. In this precious moment. Arrive in this body. Letting go of whatever came before and simply being here now in this body, in this moment. Inviting your body to be soft and relaxed. Yet for your back to be straight and supporting you in a posture of dignity. Sitting like a gracious mountain. Inviting your attention to gently rest on the spaciousness of the sensations of breathing within your body, wherever it's easiest to feel them. Simply noticing one breath at a time.
Feeling each breath from the inside as if it were the first breath or perhaps the last. Honoring and appreciating each breath. Letting each breath be grounding. Natural breath, whatever it is. Serving as the anchor for your attention.
when you find your mind is resting not under breath, but in a thought, sensation, story, etc. Just simply notice. Gently notice the space of spacious awareness where the attention is resting on now. And gently, kindly, without judgment, invite the breath, invite the attention to rest on the breath. That's the complete instruction.
And as your attention encompasses sounds of little creatures running around, including them, including the sounds in your meditation, and the little furry animals in your goodwill and metta, may they be well and happy.
so before we uh, move into the break, the second question for you. How many of you are new to Spirit Rock here tonight for the very first time? Can I see a show of hands, please? Okay, keep your hands up, keep your hands up. Great, keep your hands up. Okay, now I'm going to ask everyone to look around. No, keep your hands up, the new people, please do that. Okay, great. So in a moment, uh, we're going to be mingling and having tea and all that. And now you can let your hands down. Um, and, and I invite you to please say hi to someone you don't know. And if you can include, especially include one of the new people here for the very first time, just welcome them. Say hi, how are you? Share a smile. Um, where are you from? Uh, what brings you here? Um, it's, it's a community. We want to build a community. We're not on this path practicing on our own, even though it feels like that. We're on the cushion, eyes closed. We don't look very friendly. We're not looking around talking to people. But this is really, it's, it's, um, it's a community practice. And it's so much easier if we make connections and we feel supported and we support others. If you were the only person in this room tonight, it would feel very different. So it's so nice that we, we managed to sit. We got to sit, this beautiful sit with all of us in this room together. How lovely. Everyone has made it out here tonight. Wow, it's great. So get to meet one or two of these special people who's, who's, whose intention is like yours. So, so with that, we'll have about 15 or so minutes of, uh, of tea. Enjoy. Enjoy mingling.
Welcome back. Can you hear me okay? Still? Yes? Loud enough? Great. Okay. So, uh, it's getting towards the end of the year, if you've noticed. And, um, and um, it's the holiday season. I'm sure you've noticed that. It's a really good time towards the end of the year, as many people do, a time for um, what's called in Latin, which I like, is respice, atspice, prospice. Respice, looking behind. Atspice, looking here. Prespice, looking ahead. Examining the past, the present, and the future. Usually around the end of the year is a good time to take stock of how the year was. Did we live it according to our intentions? The pre- taking stock of the present. Where are we now? Where are we now in, in our life, in, in this precious life of ours? And looking forward to the future. It often is done in terms of setting intentions for the new year. Who do we want to be? What do we want to manifest in this amazing world of ours? What are our hopes and dreams, intentions for us and, and the way we are with respect to, in relationship to, to other people? to our work, our life, our livelihood, etc. Holidays are a particularly good time for doing that. A lot of um, businesses have more days off, there are uh, more vacations, there is a time to connect with family, to, talk, to do more introspection. Um, it's also a time it, it so happens that the days are much shorter, I'm sure you've noticed, and the, the nights are a lot longer. And, and one goes inside, intern- one becomes more internal, one, one goes more within. It's a really good time for this, this kind of introspection of finding one's place and relating to the world um, from a more um, um, grounded place. There are lots of uh, different traditions, actually, that have holidays at this time. Um, Of course, there's Christmas that's coming up this week. Um, There's Hanukkah, which is happening now, Festival of Lights, which also involves gifts and light and and family gatherings. Similarly, a way of connecting with people in these darker times of the year. Um, There's Kwanzaa similar ideas. And the one that I want to share with you is actually called Yalda. If you, some people are shaking their heads, yes, they know what that is. Okay. So for those who don't, so Yalda is a Persian um, celebration. And I'm Persian. I was born in Iran. Um, And it's, it's a celebration of the longest night of the year, which just happened yesterday. 
So in this tradition, uh, uh, it's actually a Zoroastrian tradition, uh, goes way back in Iran before Islam, I think 2,500 years ago or even further than that. So the idea is to, to um, keep, celebrate this longest night. You stay up with friends and family. You stay up as late as you possibly can. There's always gathering. There's always food. There's special foods. There's pomegranates. Um, watermelon, red fruit. Um, there are uh, dried fruits and nuts. And there is reading of poetry, uh, especially reading of Hafez, if you've heard of Hafez. So that's a special night. You have to read Hafez that night in my tradition. And um, it's, it's just a lovely, lovely tradition to really, really celebrate this longest night of the year. Um, you know, make make it into in a way to connect, in a way to to be with others and really celebrate. So, so that w in w uh, in addition to the other um, uh, holidays of this time of year, there are a lot about connection. There are a lot about uh, finding our place and connecting with others and sharing our goodwill and 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 joy and generosity, giving gifts. Um, and also uh, looking back and, and looking here and looking ahead. I also like the concept of holidays as holy days. Uh, Eugene Cash teaches it this way, talks about it, that um, experiencing and inhabiting the holidays uh, as a string of holy and sacred moments so finding the sacred and the holy in every moment, not necessarily what outside the culture defines for you, but finding your place in it, finding your place, finding the holiness, the sacredness in every moment of this precious life that you have in this amazing, amazing planet. So there are lots of different attitudes that, that people tend to have um, around this time of the year. Um, holidays can bring a lot of different um, perspectives, attitudes. So I'm going to mention a few and see if you can identify with some. And of course, there, there are many, I'm sure, presented here that I'm not going to talk about. Um, there are some for whom it's just another day, holidays. For some people, it's... Um, there's an attitude of, of bah humbug. Um, for some, they may not feel included. If they're not raised also in this tradition, they may not feel included in everything that's going on. And I know people who have that attitude. Um, for some people, it's, it could be a very difficult time. They could be going through a very difficult time of loss and grief, and especially the juxtaposition of it, that it's supposed to be a joyous time, makes it even more difficult and more market. And, and I know many of us, most all of us, have gone through a rough time one time or another, and especially, um, again, during holidays, the feeling of loss and grief can be really enhanced, especially when we're expected to be happy. Um, so it can bring that up uh, in the emotional landscape. Um, there could also be people who just love the holidays, love Christmas. My, my cousin, uh, my dear cousin, she loves everything Christmas. Um, everything Christmas. She, 
and 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 of course she she also was raised in Iran with me. So Christmas is new to her, but she loves Christmas music, Christmas songs, Christmas movies, the Christmas tree, and it's 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 actually very sweet. It's endearing. The other day um, I was um, at Trader Joe's, and there's there's Christmas music over and over and over again, and for a moment. I started to enjoy it on her behalf, the delight that it gives her. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is great. I was really high on her high. So it was vicarious joy. I was happy for her happiness. So if you have someone whom you know in your family who just loves it, you can, you can get high on their happiness. You can be happy for their happiness and enjoy it on their behalf. Or maybe you're the person who enjoys holidays in that way. And also, if, if, for, if you are a person who is having difficulty or in any other camp or uh, in, in, in the camp of um, really finding the holidays a difficult time right now, um, knowing that there are a lot of other people who go through that and allowing that to, to, uh, for, for that to open your heart to empathy uh, for others and for compassion for yourself. So... Whatever the um, whatever the the holiday might be that you're celebrating or you're not celebrating, um, it's an opportunity. This time of the year, in this culture, right where we are, it's a wonderful opportunity to get out of our mode of usual busyness. Busyness. Have you noticed we've all gotten a lot more busy compared to a decade ago? We're so busy. We're so damn. So it's really a lovely time to, to make space, to feel the awe and the wonder of being alive. To, to reflect. So with that, actually, I'm going to pause. And, and um, there are a couple of short snippets of video that I'd like to share with you. One is from planet Earth and the other one is from National Geographic. It's just visually, just to tap into that. A picture is worth a thousand, a million, a Google, a Google, Googleplex words. Anyway, um, so I'd like to share that with you now before we move on to the next, to the rest of the talk. Let's see. Okay. Uh, If somebody would be so kind as to move the flap in front of the, you see there's right in front, there is like a little window. Yes, that's it. Perfect. Thank you. Great. Okay. And there is, let's see. Oh, um, how would the visibility change? Let's see. Would it, would it make a difference? Yeah, would be better. Sure, let's give it a try. Let's give it a try. Okay. Play it again. Well, here we go. Okay, let's hope this works. We did try it. Okay. Can you see okay? Yeah. Great.
There's one more I'd like to share with you. Let's see. What's that? I'm not sure. Good question. I don't know. Let's see here.
I love that. Give thanks and celebrate. It's a good theme. It's a beautiful, amazing earth that we live on. And we share this amazing planet with amazing creatures. Some of them human, some of them not human. Some of them liking to hop around when we meditate and get some attention. I don't know if you heard that. It's pretty amazing. So finding our place, finding our place in this amazing world, living with a renewed sense of awe and respect for, for the world and for ourselves, because we are the world. This body is nature. This body, this being, we are nature. This amazing body that we are. Did we have any control on our bodies? Did we, did we choose these bodies? Do we know how we digest, how we breathe, how when we get a paper cut, how we heal? It's amazing, isn't it? When we catch a cold, how this body, this amazing, magnificent piece of nature heals, recovers. It's just amazing. It's amazing to be human. It's amazing to be conscious. It's amazing to be in sitting in this room and hearing and seeing and feeling. How does this all work? You wondered? It's it's just amazing. We don't need a miracle to happen. This is a miracle. The fact that we're alive right here, right now. And being alive in this world and being able to to do whatever it is. We're here, we, we have autonomy. There's so much that we can do. So finding, seeing that, seeing how powerful we are, how, how blessed we are. Just the fact that we're here tonight, we're amazingly blessed. We've had the blessing of health, because we've managed to come here, enough health to be able to come here. We're not homebound. We didn't have a chronic illness that we couldn't leave the house. We were able to have transportation to come here. In our cognitive abilities to find our way, sit here, be able to relate, listen to a talk, etc. It's just so much. There's so much that we have. So recounting our blessings at this time and letting the sense of, of gratitude, awe, and appreciation for our blessings to really create space in us to hold, to, to, to hold goodwill both for ourselves and goodwill for others. All these amazing creatures that we share this amazing planet with. Two-legged, four-legged, no-legged, flying, And asking ourselves, what is our intention in being a human in this world? What is our intention? What is our highest intention in this world? 
looking back at the previous year, taking stock of where we are and what are our intentions moving forward. How can be a little kinder? Are there ways that we can be kinder to ourselves or to others? Other relationships that we can be a little more generous about? Can we love more fully, more completely, more deeply? Also allowing our difficulties, our sadness and our sorrows to be a a form of strength, a source of strength for us and others. It's through appreciating the difficulties also as well as the blessings that our heart opens, our heart opens to our, both to our difficulties and the other people who might be going through something similar. And allowing that to open our heart to compassion for others. So especially around the holidays, <clears throat> if, it, if it is a difficult time for some, um, we can think that we're the only ones. You know, the life is going along, everybody's happy, everybody's looking great, everybody's partying and, um, and at holiday parties, etc. Um, but we, we don't know. For one thing, we don't know. There's a Farsi saying I want to share with you. First, I say it in Farsi. It's some people, Basili Surati Shuno Sorf Mikonan. I don't know if anybody would get that here, if any Persians here. Yes, I'm just shaking hands. So, <clears throat> so the translation of that is sometimes people keep, people you don't know, they, they might look rose, rosy cheeked, but they might be keeping their face uh, rosy by slapping themselves in the face. So that they they look, you know, rosy and happy, but they're actually really trying so hard to keep appearances, but it's, it, they're going through a really tough time. So you you never know what kind of a, what, what, some, what people are going through. Um, and you can be sure that everybody has difficulty in their lives. Everybody. I may not know you. I may not know the details of your, of your life, but I can be sure that you have difficulties. And you don't know my story, but you can be sure that I have challenges and difficulties in my life. It's just a part of the human condition, and it's what connects us and, and opens our heart to goodwill for others. We're all in this boat together. We all suffer together, and we're all joyous together. We go through life together. We, we are born. We die. We're all in this beautiful, awesome mess together. So, so with that, <clears throat> I wanted to, to invite you um, to uh, try a little reflection on for size. So if you would get into your meditation posture. Allowing your attention to settle in your body and with the sensations of your breath, 
and ask yourself, what is my highest intention in this life? What do I want to manifest? How do I want to show up in this world? Who do I want to be? When I leave this world, which will happen, what do I want my legacy to have been? Are there ways that practically I can be more aligned with my highest intention in my life? What concrete ways would I want to be kinder, perhaps more generous, calmer, maybe, more forgiving of myself and others? Are there particular steps I can put in place So now I invite you to open your eyes back to the room. And given this amazing interconnected world of ours, we're now going to do some reflective sharing. And I invite you to find three other people who are sitting around you, maybe a circle of four or something like that. And if you like, share What's coming up for you? It's a really precious practice to be talking about uh, your intentions and being held witness. So is that clear? So just look around you, find another three people, two, three people to just chat with, make a little circle, make a little circle and then I'll give you more instructions. If you need to be part of a circle, if you don't have a partner, raise your hand.
So share, start sharing if you haven't already. Just talk about what came up in your reflection.
Raise your hand if your group needs more time in sharing. Okay. A few more minutes. We'll take one more minute to wrap up.
Okay, let's come back to the big uh, to the big group. You can thank your group, and let's come back uh, to the big group. lovely energy in the room. I don't know if you felt it. I definitely felt it up here. A lot of conversation, a lot of connection, a lot of sharing. Lovely. So it would be lovely to hear a few thoughts from you. Uh, there is, um, let's see if we have a volunteer to, to take the microphone around. Yes. Thank you, Michael. Oh, George, excuse me. More, more. Let's down there. So, I thought I saw a hat. The squirrel <laughs> wanted to share. Oh, yes, there's a hand over there. George, uh, to your left, back there. Great, it's working. Just repeat what I'm saying. <laughs> is it working? Let's see. Hold it like an ice cream cone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or okay. Um, I I really liked our group because it was intergenerational, you know. And um, anyway, it was kind of really cool. Um, uh, and it reminded me of my daughter had severe anxiety attacks, but I didn't know the name for that. And she used to wake me up in the middle of the night because she was up late working on homework because her teachers were saying that, you know, horrible stories when they were young. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.